Professor Rob Henning is a pharmacologist from the University of Groningen, and he explained to me how mimicking animals in hibernation might be the key to human health. The principal thing we can learn from hibernators is how we can avoid uh, organ damage. Hibernators cycle constantly during their hibernation season between periods of cooling, very deep cooling, four degrees, uh, and full rewarming. They do that uh, 30, 40 times per hibernation season, and if we would do something like this in humans, that would be uh, a guaranteed recipe for disaster. Our organs would not survive this. So why? What's going on? What's, what's the damage it's causing? Well, the, the principal uh, point that causes damage is the rewarming phase. You go from a sort of standstill to a full operational system, and it means that uh, the organism needs to start burning fuel. In our case, that's sugar and fat. And the problem is that during the rewarming phase, all the little processes that make up this burning are not very well aligned, and they make toxic compounds instead of uh, the right compounds. These toxic compounds uh, cause uh, cellular damage. That's something that the hibernators apparently have overcome. I mean, you said a minute ago, if humans were doing this, then it would cause us organ failure. So I'm assuming we're not. So why is this useful for us? This mechanism I was referring to of making these uh, noxious compounds, that's also operational in a lot of human diseases, including, for instance, Alzheimer's, high blood pressure, where we can use this. Diabetes is another one uh, where we could very well use this trick in uh, neutralizing these uh, uh, noxious compounds. What's happening there, this noxious compound production, is something that we do anyway, but maybe to a lesser extent (laughs) than the animals. The principal component of these noxious compounds uh, are oxygen radicals. So these are very highly reactive uh, oxygen types, which basically uh, bind to all constituents of cells and, and, and basically destroy them. And that's why cells... Uh, die. Now, they are made in vast uh, quantities during uh, this rewarming phase. We make them uh, normally also a little bit, but in these diseases like diabetes, like high blood pressure, we also make an excess of these oxygen radicals, and these hibernates are very good at neutralizing them. So you said that they've got some special technique which stops every hibernation from leading to organ damage. What's going on here? One of uh, the mechanisms we found out, and that is they produce a compound called hydrogen sulfide, or H2S. That's the the stinky compound uh, of uh, rotten eggs. Uh, But they use it uh, to neutralize uh, uh, these oxygen uh, radicals. Um, And above, the hydrogen oxide, which is made by the body itself is also uh, aligning this whole uh, metabolic processes. So it not only neutralizes uh, the oxygen radicals, but it also takes care that less of these are produced. So this hydrogen sulfide, do we produce it ourselves as well? Yes. Every mammal uh, produces this. We have a number of enzymes. So we could try to, uh, to let's say, boost uh, the enzymes to produce more. That's actually what the hibernators do during uh, rewarming. But you could also give it uh, from the outside, exogenous. The problem is that it is so smelly that uh, nobody would really love to inhale it or, or, uh, or eat it. 
I can imagine. I'm just remembering when I've been to kind of volcanoes and particularly sulfurous places. It's horrendous. Yes. yes. <laughs> so how do you deal with that? The hibernators have a special trick for it. They, they uh, see to it that it is produced by the body in large quantities. And what we now discovered is a class of uh, novel compounds that do exactly the same. So they boost the production of the hydrogen sulfide by the cells itself. And these higher levels can protect you from organ damage. And you mentioned earlier some of the diseases that these oxygen-free radicals are involved in. Have you been able to show this work in any of these diseases? We started off with cultured cells, but in the meantime we moved on to animal experiments and we've tested these compounds uh, in, so in diabetic mice basically and in uh, chronic asthma. And in both of these models, uh, the uh, compounds show excellent uh, results. So we're now currently at the level of animal uh, experiments. And yeah, well, it's a whole procedure to to take it ultimately to humans. But that's what we're currently uh, looking at. This sounds like some sort of miracle cure. Can that really be possible, that we could find something that's going to solve all of these different illnesses, diabetes, asthma, organ failure? Well, a little word of warning here. We're not curing the disease. We're curing uh, the consequences of uh, the disease. And the consequence of this disease is this production of uh, excess uh, oxygen radicals that drives the disease forward and that we can block. But the initiation of the disease, we do not address like this. 